amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, I love a mimosa. <laughs> I'm going to have one after this show. Good. It's like a little treat that I earned. <clears throat> so Jess is pissed again. The four that follow her because I'm a fall down drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Permission to come aboard. Another brand spank new episode, granted, mm-hmm. of another Below Deck podcast adventure edition. My name is Dylan. I'm saddled up next to one, Pat Hickey. Hey, great to be here. Um, Is it? Yeah, man. Well, it's always great to get in here and gab and goof with you. Hmm. And I hope that it's always great to listen to the gabbing and the goofing that me and you are doing on these here microphones. But this show... Below Deck Adventure? I mean, my goodness gracious. This show is approaching an old yeller kind of white around the nose and eyes. And it's sad because, you know, we we want these shows to succeed. We want these shows to not oversaturate people's appetites for this lovely franchise that we love so much. But that's exactly what I fear... Below Deck Adventure is doing what with its potato chip gate and its Seth is the bad guy now and the B squatting just who could possibly give a fucking shit about this goddamn fucking franchise but I don't want to get ahead of myself we have to get into public service announcements all right really 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 important I, I, gotta, I feel like I'm hitting him over the head with it, but you got to do it. And, you know, in marketing, Dylan, you got to say something like more than three times before people even notice what you're talking Dude, about. I saw like 55 Blue Chew ads before I got addicted to the stuff, you know? 50, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not going to stop now. Right. All right. 50. All right. So this is like 12 times. All right. Hey, guys. Bad TV. Bad TV. That's what Dylan and I are growing. That's going to be our like our our starship that will rocket us into the, into the stars, yeah, you know? totally. So we need you guys to listen to us on Bad TV. Now, get this. Obviously, it's not below deck. Get the... Um it's, it's Rock of Love Season 1 by yeah. Brett Michaels. Uh, go over there, subscribe on wherever you listen to your podcast. And uh, uh, Love After Lockup Season 4, Episode 36, or yeah, whatever the and it, that is. It's the greatest show that we've ever covered. It is the greatest show we've ever covered. And I have to say, I'm truly enjoying Rock of Love, too, because you know we're having people on that were on the show yes, now. Yes, and they're yes, coming yes, on yes. as guests to reflect on their journey with that lizard-like, burnt-out, fucking gross, sex-narcissist yeah. pig Brett Michaels, and it's just a true delight. Yeah, and that sounds sad, but it's really uplifting content, the stuff that we're putting out. Love After Lockup is magnificent. And for those of you who are missing our cover of The Bachelorette. Just when we thought we were out. Yes, sadly. They pulled us back in. We are going to be covering Zach's (laughs) season of The Bachelorette, or of The Bachelor. At patreon.com slash another podcast. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing that for free. There's no way we're doing that for free ever again. So if you want to listen to us cover The Bachelor, go to patreon.com slash another bachelor, another podcast network. Excuse me, I'm all over the place. Patreon.com slash another podcast network. And as you hear this, the first episode has already dropped. It's the beginning of the month or whatever. Nah, it's not the beginning. Who cares? Pay us five bucks. Get over and sign up for that patreon.com and hear our coverage of The Bachelor. All right. That's it. That's it. It's time to get into thoughts and nuts. I'll go first. Okay. Zero. Zero. Uh, one. One. And I also do want to clarify something. 
I'm not really addicted to blue chew. I've never done a uh, phallic enhancement drug. Um, you know, because honestly, I'm kind of cursed with, you know, rocketing up at the, at, at the slightest breeze. So I just wanted to clarify that I'm not addicted to Viagra, okay? Uh, what it is to be a young man, Dylan. You know, I uh, I went off brand to save a, a couple ducats a couple <laughs> years ago when the wife said she wanted me to give it to her more. Right, right, right. So I was like, well, I am getting a little older. And, you know, there's some nights, you know, when you're a couple, you don't always want it at the same time. In my favorite podcast, sure. Dr. Wendy Walsh, she tells me... Uh, you don't always have to want it at the same time. That's normal. Right. But it is up to a partner to occasionally suffer give it up. It. Yeah, yeah, suffer through it. Then right. so the other person pounding away at you and sure. you're like, oh, I'd rather eat something right now. Right, right, so right. Uh, to counteract that. I'd rather that, be at a Taco Bell drive-thru right now. I went online right. and I bought like a, a generic version of uh, Viagra from like Switzerland or something. Right, right, right. right. Stuff showed up. Uh, I pop it in my mouth for the first time. I lost taste in my mouth yeah. for four days and uh, it, it, anytime I ate something, uh, it tasted like I was just chewing aluminum. Uh, so yeah. uh, I think that was a, a side effect of a dangerous drug I was taking. Think about that. The horror of... And it didn't get me excited. Of someone who is just trying to... Please his wife. Please his wife. And because of that quest, he is rendered unable, or should I say, unable... To enjoy the taste of potato chips that Americans love so much. Pat, what were your thoughts of Pots on the episode? Uh, okay, uh, oh, I was going to, oh, one last thing. Can you yeah. believe my fucking wife? I start complaining <laughs> that I can't taste anything. Yeah. And she's like, well, you're not going to stop taking it, are you? Right, right, right. Because she needed, you know, yeah. need to please her. Right. Unbelievable. All right, here's my thoughts and plots. Okay. Uh, 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 Jess. Yeah. She was a very important figure in this episode. I, I've, I've, I've kept my my thoughts on her off the show, like because I was starting to lean towards. I think this person is a monster, uh, an actual monster, a real Willard fall from grace. You know, someone who's just sourcing her own ingredients, and then before you you know before you know it, we've got three different dinners of cauliflower puree and asparagus, and oh, a really crummy attitude to boot. Not only this, Dylan, you know, as a monster now, do you know how uh, she kills her victims? Yeah. She uh, chokes them to death with a single strand of hair down their throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, she, they die right there. Right, right, right. And she's like a wild yeah. bill. You know, he used to uh, chuck a fucking dead uh, butterfly down a, a person's throat. I'm not sure if that's how he killed them or if that's where he left his little tr trail of fucking bird seeds to, to try and find out who the serial killer is. How many pots do you give it? Uh, zero. This is an absolutely horrible episode. <laughs> right. uh, Why did you box so much when I said zero if your pots were zero? Pots? I hadn't thought about the episode yet. I hadn't thought about the episode yet. But now that I've reflected on it, zero. I mean, it's just a really bad episode. Oh, you know, one other note. Uh, the wife and I were watching this, and this uh, got me in a little trouble, or I'm going to be in a little trouble. She found out you could do a 24-hour turnaround charter because I've already said to my wife, no way I'm ever paying for this bullshit. Right. Never. Even if I had the money, I'd never do this for five days or whatever the hell it is. But these guests that will be coming on, 24-hour charter. Oh, wow. So you can go vacation in Norway. Well, I wouldn't probably do it up there. I'd go down to the Caribbean. Just one day. One day, you get all your pictures, you grub up, you eat, you drink like a pig, and you go have uh, lunch on a nice uh, beach with a bunch of rocks that rip your feet open. Yeah. You know, we should all experience that. That sounds actually pretty cool, actually. I like that. Hmm. So last we left off, Oriana's chance to shine had been squandered. The potato chips did not get there, and Oriana kind of Freud's fay into the ground. She says, her problem with me is not about the potato chips, and it's not about me. I would say there are other things going on. And I would say, like, you know, kind of, but also, no, she's actually just really, really pissed about you and those potato chips. It's definitely chips. the chips. It's yeah. She's pretty pissed off about the potato chips. Well, also, Oriana may be on to something, because Faye says that the weight of the secrets... In her hair is what weighs her down and stresses her out. And it's similar to last week where she said that she was sitting on something that could get Jess fired. Faye, what secrets are we talking about here? What, what nuclear 
whispers do you think you are hiding from people here? Dylan, I am so glad you brought up this whole hair thing because yeah. I needed it explained. You know, I've touched on it a number of episodes. Right. Faye finally Well, thank God you actually haven't touched it because what would pull away on your palm is some unsightly combination of cement mix in aerosol form. Maybe. Yeah. Well, she explains that fucking hairdo and it's not that uh, every mirror she's ever owned is apparently broken <laughs> oh, or stop. she's blind and we didn't know it <laughs> or she really is a fan of Mrs. Garrett. No, her hair looks like a place where bees make honey. It's because it holds secrets. But again, secrets that are not secrets. You know, secrets need to be secrets. <laughs> You know what what I mean? did I tell you about a secret earlier? Well, only person, a couple people can only uh, keep a secret if the other person's dead. Yeah. But also, that is the kind of thing that would warrant the moniker or the branding of secret. You having a couple hairs and a couple dishes is not a secret. That's something that no one cares about. Yeah. And it's it's like quite literally something that no one cares about. I mean, this is the B squad. Faye said I could get or Jess could get fired over this. Benicopita could see her time aboard this houseboat come to an end were this to be illuminated to the captain. Now it is at the end of the episode and he says, Hey, what the fuck, man? It can't go on. And then we're done, done. with it. That's it. Boy, you kind of had, that's half the episode, Dylan. Now, I want to say- Oh, I, we should say public service announcement. Yeah. We're going to tack on an interview with the very own Jessica Moore, Messy Jesse, MILF Mommy. Yep. Her, that's a company she's starting. Really I'm fun not, interview. Very fun interview. We love Jess so much. And it came at the perfect time because little did we know this episode was going to give us next to nothing <laughs> to talk about. So should this come up 32, 33, even 28 there is an interview with Jessica Moore outside of Home Depot coming up at the end of the episode. Exactly, yeah. exactly. All right, now, I a moment here struck me as funny. Uh, so when uh, Faye's bitching about this whole fucking potato chip gate thing, Oriana, uh, I thought it'd be funny if she's like, hey, look, uh, come on now. These guests, they don't care about any of that. They just dropped down off the side of a mountain. We got some nice sandwiches here. I, and I thought it'd be funny if just then like a guest raised her hand and like, hey, guys, do you have any potato chips? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it shits on a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my wife, uh, she kind of walked in. She doesn't watch this show anymore. And she saw sandwiches and she had no contacts. And she goes, where's the potato chips? Right. She's that filthy American that Captain Carey was uh, stereotyping. Totally, totally. How about totally. a little, uh, oh, I guess I was going to say some hummus or macaroni salad. No, 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 no. And I need to talk about this on another podcast show, but... Hummus is a thing that has just revealed itself to be true evil. Sure, it's delicious, but it is it is of chickpea and tahini. It literally balloons inside of your stomach to an uncomfortable and I'm not to, of course there's gluttony involved, you know, a pita chip and maybe two and you're good, of course. But if you overdose on hummus, it's a little bit like fentanyl. Not that much will really take you down. I mean, you'll be leaking, you'll be bubbly, it's just and you'll be full. And there's plenty of Mediterranean fare that you want to consume post hummus but it hits the table with that glistening beautiful za'atar and olive oil and you're like this sounds great and then you can't have the kebab you can't have anything that follows it i fucking hummus is so overrated it's so overrated and this is the kind of tangent that we're going to need to be going into because of the subject <laughs> material of the show. I love hummus. Sorry to shit on your point. No, no, I'm no. That, it's not a shit on your point. It's just that you're objectively incorrect. I'm a pig. One of those things, what's it, sab saber or whatever? Sabra, yeah. I fucking, one was in the house this week. One sitting. Ate the whole thing. Yeah, but how'd you feel after? Like shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you fart a lot? I don't remember that part, but I just, it's not a good feeling. It, maybe it's just the whole uh, I'm a pig thing. But you can't take that uh, down that many chickpeas in one sitting. It's you, it's I mean, it's literally, I mean, a case of uh, a, a tub of sabra is probably an entire can of chickpeas. It's crazy. All right. So um, we have to move on to talking about the show. And, um,. That is the picnic ends and the guys get the job. Hey, go pick this, go pick, clean up this shit. Guys. That's right. Okay. We're in minute three. So Carrie is seeing bad weather on the horizon. He got hit by lightning once or some shit, yada, 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 yada. So, you know, these captains are all so unfun. 
You know what I mean? I mean, people go to the ocean for waves. Chill out. One goes over the boat. That's fun. Well, it could be dangerous, man. You never know with these waters. Seth and Mike hammer out the sandwiches and say nothing of import or interest. And I hate to sound like the great wine and NFT maestro Gary Vaynerchuk, but there is just no value add here whatsoever <laughs> from these two. There is a moment which triggered a story. You know, I, I always have these thoughts as I watch these shows and how to uh, kill time uh, because the subject matter is uh, we so, need so devoid of anything need interesting. We not uh, kill time any longer because of that seven-minute jag I did on hummus. Yeah, okay, yeah way to go. Yeah. Uh, well, Casey, uh, this is a meanwhile, uh, they cut back to the boat, and she's so happy Oriana will be uh, kicked the fuck out of her room right? because uh, she's not just a bitch. Her words, not mine. Right, right, She's right. messy, yeah. and uh, she doesn't like a messy girl. And I was thinking, guys don't like uh, messy girls either, especially uh, messy girls with a kitty litter box in the bedroom. Oh. Personal story. Yeah, this girl really attractive. Uh, can I sing a jingle real Please quick? Please do. It's time for a quick personal story with Pat. Okay, so uh, I got to work on that. No, it's great. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. So uh, I'm dating this girl. Uh, there's enough dates where she allows me to come over to her apartment. And, uh, and for new listeners, go listen to Below Deck OG. We literally talk about the show the entire time. 100% of it. We can't do that with this, so go ahead. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we, uh, we are having sex. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I look over because, you know, you can, it's this interesting thing. It's almost like a sixth sense. It's not seeing dead people. It's seeing animals stare at you from behind oh, you. Oh, wow. Yeah. This fucking cat is on the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're switching positions. The cat does not waver from its stance. Right. It is there. Embedded. It, it's, it's kind of, they can have a, a terrifying kind of how vibe to them 100 percent. you know like they are there to observe and to learn and also they are hopped up on toxoplasmosis or whatever that shit is in that litter so that's why um they're uh like that they're like how yeah 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 i was like hey do you mind not doing something about this yeah well you asked the cat to to, to move and uh he told me he was going to turn off all the power in the spaceship and blast me off into yeah, the middle of nowhere he says i'm sorry Thanks, Hal. i cannot do that such an overrated movie <laughs> fucking bullshit yeah we get it it's like an intermission but about our place in the universe all right fucking just can't stand that movie wow. i cannot stand that movie maybe uh, my uh my thoughts on it are uh because i saw it at the hollywood bowl with music being performed directly under the screen live i'm sure that was a great way to see it and I'm sure that you thought, this is a little masturbatory, is it not, Stan? Well, I was with my buddy Glenn. He's like, hey, do we have to stay here for the whole thing? It's my only night out, and I want to see if I can <laughs> hook up with a girl at Laurel Tavern. Yeah. I said, you're married, sir. Yeah. Anyway, we did. I didn't get to see the whole film. But I'm sure it was great. So, Carrie heads up to tell the guests the great news. We're going to dock, and we are going to have a calm dinner, and I can get fucked up. So nice. Casey uh, says that making uh, sex makes her hungry, and we have this fucking salad, flirty conversation with her and Lewis. And this reminded me of like, you know, I'm I'm fan of anime, but kind of, what is it? Tertiary is that the right word? Tertiary. Okay. Um, I, I'll 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 watch some Attack on Titan. I watched DBZ when I was a young boy, but. Seeing these two flirt about Caesar salad is like seeing kids who are really into anime, like the real outcasts, kind of flirt with each oh, other. Oh, so they speak their own language. Yeah, you're like, oh, what the fuck is going on with I, you I, people? I felt the same way. I don't think it was a Caesar, by the way. I think he said he'd eat a cob salad out of her asshole. It was really It was their bizarre. own language. It's like those, uh, yeah, those anime kids. 
Jeff heads up to tell the, the captain about what's been going on and has a chat with the girls as well. Now, Spanakopita is just really starting to piss me off. She says, you're only as good as your last meal, so hopefully the girls don't fuck it up. Jess, you're spitting in people's sandwiches and flicking hairs off plates, okay? How about you don't fuck this up? Good mm-hmm. God, woman. I mean, what a fall from grace. I, I oh, and also, she's going to be doing surf and turf to turn things around. What a what a fireworks show! Now, uh, so uh, I'm Jesus Christ. Sorry, Dylan. I checked out for a second there, but did we get to the point where Faye rats out the crew to carry, but bit, omits yeah. Hairgate? Yeah. Does she not? But she does say uh, she calls a meeting with the girls, and then she says uh, hair will be tied back. And as the girls' hairs are tied back, a guest actually says, "Hey, ladies." Why the hairnets? Your hair is so pretty. Oh, I forgot about the pubic hair. I'm on my tomato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. But it wasn't. A, I don't want to shit on your point, but how could it have been a pubic hair? So a little line about Nathan helping the interior. Um, <laughs> everyone on this boat annoys the fuck out of me. Every single person on this boat. Mm-hmm. Nathan now having been removed from night watch because they're at a dock has been asked to help with service or Mike is or some shit. I don't know. And Nathan goes, well, now that Lewis is hooking up with Oriana, I guess helping the interior out is okay. Now. No, you're at a dock. You don't need to do the night shift and the sleepies the way you normally do, so now you can help the interior. Nathan, are you thick, dude? You have so many people to take care of. How are you like this? Everyone on the boat pisses me off. So, let's get to dinner. But before we do, let's take a quick break to talk about this wonderful sponsor. You've heard uh, try it free for 30 days, right? Yeah, I've heard of that it's offer. It's a common pitch, right? Yeah. You know what 30 days is? It's, it's a, a pretty long period of time. No, it's just enough time to pass for you to completely forget that you're not meditating anymore. And that thing just charged you $79.99 and is going to continue charging you that money. Oh, like in a subscription perpetuity. service. Yes, absolutely. You know what can help? Rocket Money. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, oh, I need that. monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. I've used it. It, it found so many beautiful things. Now, once again, we have to contend with, you know, a cousin of the singularity, something mm-hmm. coming in and cleaning up your P&Ls and your budgets for you. And that's terrifying. But you do need to kind of hand that over because Rocket Money just is better at doing it than we are. So stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash below deck. That's rocketmoney.com slash below deck. Rocketmoney.com slash below deck. Hey. Hey. Who's hungry? Uh, Me? Well, luckily, you and our audience are in luck. With the, the fact that we have Green Chef sponsoring this show. I love it. I'm honored. Uh, Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you. Not the other way around. Mm-hmm. It's not some restaurant telling you, well, this is what you're going to get, and it's also bad for you. It's also expensive. Not with Green Chef. Green Chef is convenient and easy. It will bring more flavor to your table in the new year. Because they have wholesome and elevated recipes. I just had their shepherd's pie on Friday. Magnificent stuff, huh? Order it from these guys. It was delicious. Uh, With Green Chef, you're also reducing your food waste by up to 38% versus the grocery store. How many times do you open up the vegetable drawer and go, oh, that parsley's black? (laughs) It's not supposed to be. How many times does that happen? That doesn't happen with Green Chef, okay? No. It just doesn't. I ate all our food. So go to greenchef.com slash below deck 60 and use promo code below deck 60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. 
Okay, so go to greenchef.com slash below deck 60, excuse me, below deck 60 and use code below deck 60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Okay, that's greenchef.com slash below deck 60. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Mike and Casey make a bed. Who the fucking shit? Just unbelievable. Just prepares her meal, which is cannellini puree. Another blended. Just. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it's going to be blended and it's going to be white and it's going to really have to be cared for or right. not to turn uh, like gummy like most of Jess's bottom spread because that's her that's her mo there is some type of glob and then she smacks it with a spoon and then she puts asparagus on top of it but tonight it's cannellini bean mush and chorizo with either octopus or scallops now this is a 70 pot dinner for her um you like shockingly it. enough but compared to what's been coming out of late, I mean, this has to be in the 80s, like 85 pots. Now, Kerry speaks of his husky, and we speak on engagements in Breckenridge. Oh, so beautiful. And, uh, oh, also, yeah, Jess left a stray onion on the plate. As they're running it up, Faye's like, that, I don't think that's supposed to be there. And you have to fuck up so bad on your plating for Faye to be like, yeah, I'm going to make an executive call and say that loose piece of onion is not supposed to be there. So the second plate uh, hits. Carrie eats well done. I it's, love steak. Yeah, he loves steak, but he loves his steak well done, regardless of if it's Chuck or A5 Wagyu. Can you imagine Carrie going into like a Michelin star Japanese restaurant? I like it. Can you cook it a little more, please? Just a tiny bit more. I wanted uh, brown. No, I know. Fat striations and all that shit. I don't care. Carrie, do you see what Dylan and I are doing here? Uh, the stereotype that uh, you made uh, America's out to be potato chip uh, eating. Uh, uh, Flag football loving. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, jerk offs. Uh, we're making fun of you and your, your palate. Right. Right. You pig. Fuck you, Carrie. No, we're kidding. We like I like Carrie. We like Carrie. Uh, so spinach and truffle oil risotto uh, accompanies the A5 Wagyu, and it is also accompanied with... Grilled asparagus. Red wine reduction in a parm crisp. Now, uh, this is, once again, a decent plate for the horrors that have come out of that kitchen. Which, again, is usually cauliflower puree smashed with, with a spoon and some type of asparagus. All right. <laughs> so Faye asks for help with the trash and Seth says, yeah, no problem, sexy. My God. Yeah. You're over the radio, dude. What's going on with you? And you just fall asleep next episode? My God. <laughs> Job, get it together. But Oriana says what we said last week. Someone needs to bang her out because her Someone, attitude sucks. Please. Please. Clean the pipes. It happens for women too. I mean, women are, are be more beautiful creatures than men are, and they don't have uh, what, smelly socks. Well, smelly socks and a gunk threshold that is really close to the floor. I mean, it's like if there was a leak in the roof, we would drown because we need to get the stuff out. Now, right, women right, have right, a longer right. leash, but yeah. going on 11 or 12 years, I don't know what phase at, but I mean, things really start to get. I think that explains the hair. Oh, it was pubic hair. I don't know. I, no, I, I want to cut that. I want to bleep that. I don't want that. No, you don't have to. You don't have to clap, but I'm going to bleep that. Next morning. Next morning. Oh, I love a mimosa. <laughs> I'm going to have one after this show. Good. It's like a little treat that I earned. <clears throat> so Jess is pissed again. The four that follow her because I'm a fall down drunk. <laughs> Yeah, I earned this one too. I earned this one too. <laughs> Pat, put your daughter down. Pat, put her down. I earned this too. I made this. 
with my cum. All right, put it, put her down. All right, um, and we're joking. <clears throat> Obviously, of course, of course. Also, Jess. All right, so Jess is pissed again. Um, hey, Jess, sage the fucking room again. Like, what do you do? You need the Palo Santo for your brain or for this room? One more time. I haven't seen that stuff lit up in a bit. So maybe we need to cleanse the energy now, because you, you are fucking mean. Yeah, and you're out of control, Jess. You, you are, are out of control. Out of control. All she's doing is like, she says, uh, is it okay to start taking egg orders? And Jess like, oh, I'll fucking kill you with a fucking pubic hair down your throat. She's like, hey, 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 easy up, easy up. We said we were doing pizzas after picnic. Why have you changed the plans? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He said you're doing sandwiches and then pizzas. All right. So the guests depart. They were the loveliest people. Really I, nice. I guess, you know, it just goes to show you that there is truth towards the bigoted stereotype that lesbians are just terrible tippers. Oh, wow. I didn't know that was Oh, stereotype. no, it's not. I made that up. That's oh, okay. not a stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's yeah. probably pretty giving. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. Uh, it probably depends on the lesbian. We're like all, any group of people, there are probably lesbians who tip fantastically well. Never define a group or ethnicity of people by their cheapest 5%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's like, sure, the Jew does meddle in a lot of affairs, and we do run a lot of things, but that doesn't mean that you should be sipping haterade. Just try to get up to our level. Like, why... <laughs> What's like, I don't know. How about that Kanye guy? He uh, formed his whole uh, stereotypical uh, racist view of the Jews because he got ripped off by a couple yeah. agents. Right. Wow, that's how you form that opinion that uh, Hitler wasn't wrong? You got <laughs> right. some bad business right. dealings in right. Hollywood, you idiot? Yeah. Yeah, a couple of Jews ripped him off, and he's like, you know what? That guy was right. That guy was right. And he was an artist, too, like me. I have a kinship with him. He needs to get on uh, mental help, uh, get some mental help. Well, you know, I was thinking about this, you know, it, uh, in my Hammurabi-type utopia where I uh, sentence white-collar criminals to death and we mm -hmm. lobotomize people, you know, if someone's really unhappy, we should have some type of lobotomy pill, right? Mm -hmm. And then we have a homeless issue, too. And again, we are trying to fill out the episode because it's over. <laughs> um, but so well, Move to Canada or most of Northern Europe, well, they have those things. So, so yeah, so there's a lobotomy pill that we take, but also this is a twofold strategy because we have this homeless issue here, right? Zombies, yeah. So let's send all the zombies out to someplace. Beautiful. We make it pretty. And then the lobotomized people go there, right? <laughs> Two, that's where they go. And families can visit. This isn't inhumane. But what will happen is that the uh, homeless people now have people who are underneath them, right? Oh. There is a hierarchical structure ah, okay. that, that that crops up. And they, you know, human beings need motivation. And hell hath no motivation, then I need to rule over these people, oh, I right? I like this. I like so, this. Create a little um, competition. Right. Why is Karen Bass the mayor of the city? Why am I not the mayor of the city? And this is a zombie talking. No, no, no. I'm saying. Oh, oh you. I'm the oh, me. Yeah. I want to be mayor. All right. Yeah. I <laughs> Show ends with a really, really bad tip. Uh, the tip is 16 grand. I, I got a lot more. 
<laughs> no, no, there's there's a fair amount more. I don't know why I said that um, it was over because it's not. But the tip is sixteen grand, mm-hmm. um, and then we have the pretty light, and we have the revelation of Hairgate the hair. Well, Carrie needs to get to the bottom of this because it was brought up by one of those uh, guests as they departed. Yeah. You know, they were really nice, but I don't know. I wonder if a producer asked them to bring that up. I think that might have been what happened. But uh, Carrie's like, he's. I'm not happy. I feel like a, a clown. I'm pretty pissed. I feel like a fucking American at the bottom of a bag of potato <laughs> chips. There's nothing left for me to go on. There is some good news, though. Uh, Lewis is going to be the lead deckhand. Uh, Job is. Uh, Job, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Job is going to be the lead deckhand because he's uh, really unlikable, which means he has no friends, and that's a good trait for a manager. Yeah, really good trait for a manager, uh, someone who is like above all the stuff, but right. also takes naps. Exactly. Well, we'll come to find that out. Yeah. Uh, now, so the, the, well, the, the producers thought that this would be an engaging kind of heel turn for the episode, but because we're working with Politic Adventure and the B-Squad, this really doesn't give us anything. Because Carrie doesn't care. Oh, about Hairgate. About the Hairgate. Like, he asks Faye to come up, and they chat it out, and it really fizzles out, you know? Kind of like, um, well, you know... I, I, here, I'll do the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I can't do an imitation of uh, Carrie, but he's like, all right, Faye, let's talk about this whole hair thing. Okay. One second pause. All good, let's go. Right, right, exactly. Back to work. That's the conversation. That was it. Ensues. It's not good producing. Um... So Seth is given the lead deckhand position, and then we get to the preference sheet meeting. And again, they've done this to us. I think you know they just throw this in at the end of the episode. It's there is no more formula to this no show. No pomp, no circumstance. Um, we're going to be visited by a twenty or for a twenty-four hour charter. They're going to want an HBCU party. Uh, now I am privileged white boy, so I don't really know what this party looks like. I don't know if there's like it's like a uh, throwback thing or if it's a modern. Diet. Doesn't that stand for head bitch in charge? No. Oh, it's a black universities. Oh, I thought you said HBC party. HBCU, I think is historic black. College and university party. Oh, I think. oh, okay. So I've never seen that kind of party. It's it's a very it's a unique one. I'm I'm excited to see what what, what Faye and Jess have in store for these unwilling guests. I'm sure it'll all work out. So they also want to go horseback riding into the mountains of Sunmore, which is, ugh, that is ripped from a fantasy map before you start the book. The Mountains of Sunmore. Mm. Oh, such a great name. But then that's kind of the end of the preference sheet meeting. Oh, that I mean, is definitely yeah, the end of it. Yeah, that's pretty much the end of it. They really don't do anything else. Uh, once again, we've got another picnic that we're going to need to set up. Sure, they'll fuck that up somehow. <laughs> Seth tells Lewis that he's about to nuke the morale of the bozos, uh, Nathan and Mike, <laughs> and then Casey. Sam, I'm going to take your job, dude. Yeah. It was like, all right, I think I need to look out for this guy. Oh, do you? Yeah. And then Casey and Jess have a matcha wherein they discuss that they will be moving rooms and they do not consent the other two. Now, where this conversation takes place is jarring to me. Right. Because normally the sea rats, they converse, you know, unless it's a night out at the dinner first and then a club, right? The conversing is generally in the galley or in a bunk, in your bunk area. But this takes place at a cafe. I tr- it was, this struck me. I was like, "What am I seeing right now? Am, is my eyes deceiving me?" It was like the first time uh, when I was watching uh, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air and uh, Aunt Viv got switched over in season two. Completely different person. Completely. I was different. like, "What is this?" Yeah, it's a real, real dirty trick they done did on us. Oh man! I mean, a real, real <laughs> dirty trick they done did. It was jarring. Uh, all right, so sunrise happens after the room swap. Uh, we squabble about cleaning up after each other. Okay, so this is a perfect moment wherein you see the truly how bad this show is. This is teased. This is like, oh, upcoming is a fight about the cleanliness of the boys in the C-Rat com- common area. Mm-hmm. They show the fight in the tease, and then they show the fight on the show. And the tease was the entire thing. 
nothing comes of this. It is a, it's a silly little moment. And sure, show it, but to need to tease it shows you just what this show is working with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, just to recap it uh, for the audience, Casey says in the galley, hey, do you guys uh, mind keep, keeping your rooms a little bit cleaner? And Seth says, hey, do you mind fucking off? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So um, the guests arrive. Finally, we get some young, wealthy, hot people. I feel like we've had a lot of like, I don't know. Not that. Well, we've had like, I don't know, borings and mm-hmm. nicings and petulant like Punjabis and stuff like that. That was on the other one. Oh, that was on the other one. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have right. too many of these shows, dude. Oh, that's right. Uh, so anyways, I'm excited for them to come aboard, and I hope that the guests are demanding, and I hope that they're mean. Uh, no one would fault you. Um, little do these people know they are about to be subjected to the B-Squad. Now, once again, we fight with Jess, and that kind over of Over pizza. Over pizza. This is yacht. I can't do an impression of Jess, but she says, this is yachting, honey. You have to be flexible. Jess, you can't just exercise Imperium and just completely change the plans and then gaslight people into saying that the reason you did that is because you're more experienced in the industry and this is how it goes. I mean, it's absolute insanity from this woman. I am sticking up for Faye. So that's the end of the episode. Getting the iTunes range of reviews. Five stars, kind words. Five stars, kind words. Join us on Patreon for... Zach's season of The Bachelor. And enjoy this interview with none other than Jess Moore. Joining us on the blow. Oh, we're going to start now, Jess. Okay. <laughs> Joining us on the blower from Parts Unknown is, um, gosh, it, it feels like it's been such a long time. Um, the tryst with Rob, uh, the vacation to Bali. Um She's a new mom, <laughs> and she is none other than Messy Jesse. Hi, Jess. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> now, I called her Massica, too. Massica, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, to be fair. Oh, I like Massica. Now, you were a fan favorite, Jess. And uh, so I thought it would be fun while Bravo gets their shit together and starts letting us have uh, guests again that are currently on the show. I think it would be interesting to take a deep dive on where are they now, some of the favorite people that were cast members on this franchise. Yeah, and that was backhanded quite a a little bit because um, you're no longer (laughs) on the show, but um, you're doing cool stuff. We want to hear. The fans, have. there's a lot of mystery surrounding your storyline. Again, what happened with that gaunt man that you were uh, uh, with and what motherhood is like. But anyways, I'm going to stop rambling and throw it to Pat for questions. Okay, that was not a backhanded compliment, Dylan. What that was was kind of, all right, so what I've noticed with this TV show, which, Jess, can you believe how big it's grown even since you were on it? There's five fucking versions of this thing now, okay? so I think it's excessive, but yeah. I believe it. Thank you. (laughs) We all all do. No one in America needs below deck adventure. Not a single fucking soul needs below deck adventure. Horrible. They should have just done an adventure saying brought to you by people from below deck or some shit. Yeah. Or I don't know. Why don't we do real world road rules? Something like that. Get all the the with with. I've been saying that they need to mash up like different people from. Because they have different a, episodes, how that would be so epic. Yeah, they have a pool of sea rats. They know who are not going to get along. So you know, put everybody yeah. in in a prison on water, and you know, see how it that goes. would bring in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree. That would bring in way more people. Like you could put us on a big, like a big crap. Like put us on a big. I don't know. Oh, like one of those shipping containers. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, like something awful. Right. Or we could do deadliest catch below deck crossover. See how many people. I say, fuck it. Make it gladiator. Hand them swords and say whoever lives gets a million bucks. Last pitch, and then we need to get into Jess's life and what happened. But this is what should have. This is the show. Okay. So, so (laughs) the all stars of below deck go on, and they are kind of permanent uh, charter guests, Mm -hmm. and then other sea rats have to serve them. And then it's this kind of, you know, okay, done with the pitching. Go ahead, Pat. All right. So I found this fascinating because 
Below Deck is quickly becoming what Bachelor and what ruined the Bachelor franchise, which is now it's being infiltrated uh, with Instagram people. And you, Camille's a prime example. It wasn't one day after she gets thrown off the boat, she launches her new album and all the, right. you know. So we obviously know what she was doing Well, she there. came in 25th on American Idol. She, fair yeah. enough. You know. She's got a great voice. It's oh, a, shoot. It's a, um, we can hear you, Jess. So, no, no, no. Sorry, I... I'm listening. <laughs> she's got a probably a kid she's looking yeah. after in a baby monitor yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. And we'll get to that. But Jess, what I found out, what I found with this show is. And just really quickly, sorry, if your child is in danger, you just hang up the phone. I think that goes without <laughs> saying. But. I'm, I'm sitting outside a Home Depot. Her grandmother is watching her. Oh, so we're like good. That. We're yeah. good for One her. of my <laughs> least favorite places on planet Earth. Too oh. scary, too intimidating. Oh, yeah. Can't go in there. Yeah. And the people that work there hate you. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, do you know where hammers are? Sorry, that's not my. Uh, yeah. It's not my section. They yeah. are so natural. They are not friendly or helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try getting a fucking key made there. It's like there's oh, no one. There's no one. <laughs> there's no one there. Okay, Pat, go ahead. All right. So this is what happens with this world now. So people come on the show and they're actual yachties and they go on the show. Maybe it was a fun little thing. Maybe they got asked to do it. And then they just, they do the reunion and then they go back to being, working on a yacht, right? Then there yeah. are people that kind of are trying to make hay out of it and super, like they're trying it's there's a strategy in play here, sure right and then there's kind right. of what i think jess has done which is she kind of just said eh, i'll make some money off this but i don't really need to do another season of this and i'm kind of i'm out is that am i is that a correct kind of uh way to describe how you've kind of dealt with your after leaving the show well i i uh, yes because i i think um i don't think they were particularly fond of me i think i'm a little too vocal off the show politically so got that it. didn't go well yeah I, i've gotten into it with like a producer about wearing masks and you know that whole stuff was we don't have to go down that got um it. but yeah so in the heat of all that you know anyway so i think i, I really do believe that that kind of had um something to do with it because there was talk about me maybe going back oh with, okay so sorry you know, so the- are you so you were saying that like oh man <laughs> we're not getting we're not getting into politics but, yeah I'll, I'll say i think i, to make a, I think I jesse to make a joke, i think jess follows candace owens is where i think jess might be going no no i mean listen jess <laughs> Jazz probably follows a lot of people, and Klaus Schwab did unleash this pandemic on us. But anyways, um, so, yeah, so Bravo... <laughs> Bravo tries to Sorry. neuter your ideology. Um, so what's... Yes. What has been going on uh, post being on Below Deck? Has it improved your life in any way, shape, or form? Um. It's made my life easier, and um, you know, look, it, like it's it's great. I, I honestly can't complain. Is it obnoxious when we air, and I see like, like I know certain episodes are airing because I'll get crazy comments, of, you know, from people. But I don't. I think I have pretty thick skin, so I don't really give a shit. Yeah, and that's a small price to pay for. You know, I hate to even say it. Would it be called like having notoriety or yeah. like being known i don't know right yeah. whatever you want to call, however yeah. you want to describe it i that's so much easier i can get into places easier you know right, i get right, to right. pounce on service it like you know it saves me a lot of money um, it's chill you're so. a thought now <laughs> you're an actual full-blown thought now now just because most sea rats exactly. are created With out of the notoriety. yes <laughs> Jess, because of most, re- uh, there's like sea rat factories. There's one in the Bahamas and then there's one in Florida and you live in Florida. Is there a bar that you guys all hang yeah. out at yeah. <laughs> like uh, during the week? There's just broken glass everywhere. Wait, wait who, that, who, who hangs out at? The, the sea rats. Like the people that were on the, the show. You're all in Florida for God's sake. Oh yeah, we're, we're all, fr- you know, it's, it's so wild. I don't know if there's, is there any other reality show where like, the cast members from all different episodes or seasons are friends with each other like we are 
don't yeah, think there is. Kind of with The Bachelor, but they're all kind of okay. uh, like backstabbing snakes who all live in Nashville. And when they move there, they get their uh, hat. They get that hat that costs $180 yeah, yeah. and they and they, <laughs> they burn it or whatever the fuck those people the do rats. with those hats. But um, anyway, so uh, let's funny. jump into we want to we want to know a little bit about motherhood. But to be quite frank, I mean, you know, I mean, it's a beautiful thing, but it's just kind of, I mean, lots of people do it, but we'll talk about it. But the fans want to know about what happened with Rob post-show and Bali. Now, I'm sorry if you've talked about this a thousand times, but what happened with that gaunt, gaunt man? (laughs) Uh, I I think we were together in a total of like six months. Um, After... Yeah, after Bali, I think we did like Bali and Thailand. Yeah, for a month to two for two months, we were traveling Southeast Asia, and then we went to my mom's in North Carolina. That was like another month, maybe two months, something like that. Oh, and wow. I just started touching him more and more. Um, I don't even remember. Like you guys are gonna think I'm crazy, but I have like premonitions or like thoughts pop into my head. Yeah. I, I found that, but whatever. And they, they pop into my head and then I find like, they're true. They, they're true. Like, but I don't have any proof other than my intuition is like, are, Oh, Hey, blah, blah, blah. Are and you saying so that you're, are you saying that you're some kind of witch? <laughs> um, Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Now, I want to say you may have premonitions, but it was pretty clear as a viewer that he was a cheating, lying yeah. sack uh, the, of shit. The bone structure yeah. of that guy, when you have that kind of bone structure, you just feel as though the world is your. Yeah. Yes. Jess, was the show airing while you guys were still together? We were separated then. I actually was in another relationship, that poor guy. Um <laughs> Yeah, that poor yeah. guy. No, yeah, I think I think he's fine. Um, so what was? Well, the- he had to listen to his girlfriend <laughs> have an orgasm. Yeah. What? What a? What a? Well, that's tough. Um, what was the premonition and what happened? Um, I think it was just I, I honestly can't remember, and it happened a few times. So it was just like something told me to like like I, it was something about like checking his email or I, I can't even remember. Anyway, he was just like on this orgy sex site. There's a ton of shit. And orgy sex. See, this is the thing with these these bone structured Uh people. I mean, having sex (laughs) with 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 Jess is not enough. You have to you have to mate with fifty people in one Andy Warhol factory (laughs) kind of thing. And it's just like, when when are you satiated, you fucking demigod? Like, I the answer is never, never. Never. Man. Have you had any correspondence with him in the last, I guess it's been two years since the show aired. Any correspondence with Rob? The, the answer is never. No. Good for oh, you. Oh, wow. That was, that's really I nasty. All right. Here's a question from one of our listeners. Halle Berry wants to know, have you hooked up with any other cast members? No. Okay. No. Um, has any of them tried? me about Bobby. But it's like no. Oh, I, I yeah, think like, I've, I've actually passed out drunk in Bobby's bed, and we didn't even do anything. Oh, good. Well, what, he's like a brother. What a gentleman. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, speak on your um, motherhood, motherhood, and entrepreneurship. Um, how is <laughs> how is motherhood treating you? Oh, it's kicking my ass, but it's amazing. Yeah. I just. I people always say, Oh, it's hard. Right. And then that's it. I feel like they don't elaborate much, but my God, it's no, it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my whole entire life. Um, it's certainly downplayed at least whenever I have ever heard anyone speak about it. Yeah. Um, they, they talk about all the, the positives and it's like, absolutely. There's positives. I have the most wonderful baby ever. Like she's perfect. Like, there's a there's a little insane. joke, Jess, that uh, people with kids they don't tell you when you're about to have kids what you're in <laughs> store for because they want you to be as tortured as they are. 
Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. It's like, ha Well, it's a perfect example. I'm really happy that our friends are having kids now so that we can witness kind of firsthand the horrors of it. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, my <laughs> wife was out at a picnic with one of our friends and they she brought her daughter and they're getting in the car and the baby just kind of threw, I mean, quite a literal shit bit and there was just shit on the inside of the car and oh. the, the mom was like yeah there's there's that's happened two to three other times and i've had to get a detail but yes yeah, so there's shit in the car uh and it's on the seats and stuff wow. and i don't even know what fabric this is but there's shit in it ellie uh threw her donut because it wasn't to her liking this morning and then she took a swing at her mother's face <laughs> so they are definitely <laughs> monsters so you yeah know, even this young speaking of shit i had to dig it out of my poor daughter's butt this morning because she was constipated and <laughs> right. like in so much pain right you know it's just yeah yeah, yeah. no it's it's really it's beautiful a lot of fun. it's a beautiful Jess, beautiful thing are you at liberty to say who um who the baby daddy is and how you what that relationship I is I, I love how everyone wants to not and not you guys i i, I say everyone as in like people in my comments but Everyone always asks. I'm like, if I say who it is, you guys don't know who it is. So. Right. We just want to know if he's good looking. Well, he, I, he, he, is, he is good looking. Okay. Yeah. All right. He, I would hope. He's very good looking. He lives in Fort Lauderdale. Um, is he. I actually met him from Bobby. Is he helping? <laughs> is he helping rear the child? He is helping some. Yes. Ugh, what 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 is up with us? Us We're men, young. men just are not you guys good are with this stuff. Fucking useless, man. Yeah, <laughs> this is why I didn't have a kid till I was forty, dude. Yeah. Because if a th- even a thirty-five version of myself, I would be like, hey, uh, I just need like four or five hours to go hit Laurel Tavern. Well, yeah, you had a, a Vicodin problem, and also you were a sex addict. <laughs> so Correct. That's why. You yeah, did. yeah, that's so, true. Um, so, anyways, we got to wrap up the interview. You have to go to Home Depot, but she's got to promote but something. We have to plug. What is what is a service that I think the world needs? And I'm not being sarcastic oh about that. Well, okay. So, yes, I, I am on OnlyFans. Um, it has, it, you know, yeah, I'm on OnlyFans. It's allowing me to take care of my daughter full time, um, hoping to buy a house. Um, and other lofty life goals. How's uh? I, I want to ask why the hesitancy? Who gives a crap? Yeah, you know, make know. your money, is, you know, like promote the hell out of it. Well, and then I have Milf Mamas, which is a work in progress at the moment. Milf um, Mamas, which is yeah. So it's like milk, milk mamas. Okay, so like milk money or uh, milk money. Milk money. Okay. So, Um, so what, what is this? Because I think that you're going to get into a little bit of trouble only that like you, it's kind of like, um, a country club in the thirties where they wouldn't allow certain types of, uh, let's just say Jews. Now you're going to have to exclude certain people from this group, right? Cause they're, you're going to be the the bouncer outside of the club. (laughs) What do you, what, what certain people, what do you mean? Well, um, as in men? No, as in, I, for fucking forget I said anything. Yeah, what are you yeah, talking I'm about? Sorry. So what is it? Is this a different <laughs> site than OnlyFans? No, okay. So so Milk Mom is, has nothing to do with that. It's more of, it's more of like an independent, like it, it's, it's for women. You know, generally the idea is like single mothers who are hustling or, you know, make shit happen. Like when you're a mom and I'm, I've quickly learned you have to juggle a million different things and um, you had you just have to make shit happen. I don't even know how I make it happen every day yeah. and it blows my mind. And it's kind of more of just an ode to like perseverance being a mom. Yeah. 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 About being a mom. And then, but also, you know, it's even like, even with breastfeeding, not being like shamed or embarrassed of breastfeeding or not being just, shamed and embarrassed about anything regarding being a mother or being a woman. Um, I think we have to like be hush hush about something. And yeah. So I, I haven't fully thought about how I'm executing that to really be honest. I just think of ideas and I'm like, when, when you get it up and running, Jess, day or two. When, yeah. when you get it up and running, Jess, you will happily promote it for you. But what your only fans, if you want to promote it, we got a large audience and I'm sure they're hungry for your content. Where can they find you on only fans? <laughs> Okay, sorry. I'm not on OnlyFans. I am on Fan Time. So, um, is there a link I would be able to give you guys? Sure. 
Yeah, send us the okay. link. We'll put it so in the podcast I'll notes. I'll send you guys a link, but I am on Fan Time, so I'm 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 sure I'm Googleable there. Yeah, and yeah, come come spend your money because Mama needs milk money. Fair enough. Boom. Jess, thanks for really doing this. We were super fans of you on the show, and I thought you were really fun on the show, too. And, oh, I uh, completely forgot. You read a culling for us. So, yeah, we go way back. When we go way back. You kicked a bunch of Jess. our fans out. So, um, yeah, thank I you. What? You, oh. you kicked a bunch of our fans out of the Facebook group one time. We used to do it. Oh, a bit. I did. Yeah. yeah I know. I know. Um, all right. Well, anyways, thank you very much for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Jess. Have a great weekend. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.